Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast. Podcast, I'm Eric. And I'm Spencer. And today we are talking a classic piece of late aughts American comedic cinema. I love We're the talking way you the hangover. <laughs> we are talking the hangover. That was incredible <laughs> right there. What an introduction, yeah, everybody? Fantastic. Um, Earlier we today, are... I told a few people that I was watching this today, and they were like, like The Hangover? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the movie, the film? Yes. The late aughts, da-da-da-da-da? <laughs> um, yes, we are doing a, this is a deep dive on The Hangover. So if you haven't seen it, first of all, what you up to? Second of all, uh, deep dive episodes full of spoilers. So just... Be warned yeah, if you haven't out seen in it. The open. Oh yeah, willy nilly. Yeah, willy nilly. Um, they find Doug on the roof. Oof! Big spoiler off the yeah. top. Um, oh, yeah, we're hey, doing the Hangover. Um, on uh, my upcoming vacation in October, I'll be going to Las Vegas. Um, yep. So figured, hey, what's a better time than to do to do a deep dive on the Hangover, where totally. they go to Las Vegas and get into all kind of shenanigans? So. Yeah. This is it, man. I'm uh, excited to finally like do an episode on this. Um yeah. here on the pod. This is a this is a extremely funny film. So I feel like we must have like mentioned this one in a lot of lists. I think stuff, so. I least. think we've like, said like or at least been like, "Hey, we got to do an episode on this in the future." And now right. this is the feature cuz we're doing it right here now. Here it is. Pretty incredible, huh? <sighs> what do yeah. you think about The Hangover though, dude? Uh, I think it's great, you know. I think um it it really brings me back to a to a place. Mm-hmm. It's you know when like you're a kid and you're kind of like wow, the 80s seem so old. <laughs> yeah. But this is all just so regular now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would people think is old eventually? Mm-hmm. This kind of like has that like specificity that mm-hmm. you know, just like as much as like a uh what's the one like uh 16 candles or whatever you know what i mean it's like okay yeah just like kind of middle class like fashion choices for sure but just kind of sure. like you, you just kind of like okay i kind of get what this is about yeah that's that's what this movie makes me feel like it's okay. like that's two. it feels like 2009 yeah you know um i'm gonna throw in a little tidbit here the guy that yep. directed you're gonna get a kick out of this the guy that directed joker directed this right. movie yeah yes todd yes. phillips great 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 director man pretty good track record so far those two movies that yeah. i just mentioned so not yeah. bad you know it's a it's an effective film did he do the other ones um, did he do the other hangover movies because those weren't i don't think we're gonna be talking too much I about wonder. those today but because I, I haven't even seen the third I, one i haven't seen the second one in many many years so which which one is thailand is thailand the second that's one? number two three they go back to vegas i think Really? Or Atlantic City or something. I'm pretty sure it's Vegas again. Yeah. Oh wow. It's like I okay. This is one of those where it it was so successful they had to make a sequel, but this yeah. doesn't. This sequel does not need to exist because this uh-huh. movie is so and perfect in a story by itself. Besides maybe the right. stew and Jade romance, it's this is it. It's uh-huh. all you need, you know, because there's good conclusions and... for most of our characters here. So why you need to make some more? No Todd Phillips to do that. did, in fact, create an, or direct all three films. Mm. Mm. 
that's more studio that's driven though wild. i think that's that's very warner brothers heavy like hey let's let, you gotta make some more kind of thing yeah you like, know come up with the story time and stuff yeah you know i think and i there's this certain story that i tell um in my life at, at different times but <laughs> when i um when i graduated high school i had like my graduation and then i had a family member who had her graduation party on the same mm-hmm. day oh and i was kind of like controversial huh? and she, well no she was like hey let's do our graduation party together okay like, yeah you know and i was in my mind it was like 50 50 whether i would go to this or not because mm-hmm. i was like it was a drive away maybe i just want to hang out with my friends at home mm-hmm. or something like yep. we'll, we'll see what happens but so i go to this graduation party of mine <laughs> and then i get like 500 bucks cool and i was like sick dude and then i remember the next day i was like okay i'm going to go to the mall i'm gonna buy maybe like a hat or shoes or something like things i that feel I like, like i've heard this story now but continue yeah <laughs> and i get a flat tire on the highway and then i take the donut from my trunk put it on the car mm-hmm. that's flat too mm. i try driving to a gas station the donut pops at the gas station before i can mm-hmm. fill it with air and mm-hmm. now i immediately have to buy a new tire mm-hmm. when i finally am about to spend money on myself yes and then i was like i was also going to go see a movie mm-hmm. and um and then i buy the tire and i'm all pissed off and i'm like well i'm not going to spend that money now <laughs> And then, um, and then I'm drive, trying to drive home. And then I like turn around halfway home and I was like, you know what? I, I'm just going to go see a movie. Actually. That's not like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, 10 bucks. It was either hangover three or this is the end. Mm. And you chose this is the end or no, I can't recall which it is now. Oh, I think wow. I told that story. I think I've told that story and said, it's, this is the end. different endings. You probably and, have said, <laughs> yeah, alternate I endings. definitely saw them. It was like spring or summer 2013. Mm-hmm. Like I saw them both in the same theater wow. within a month. So uh, you've definitely, if not on air, you've at least told yeah. me this story before. I think it was on air too. Right. So a rehash sure for some I've told listeners. It on air on both podcasts. Oh, gotta be, gotta be, because it's hilarious. It's, it's unfortunate, but yeah, it's a good story. Um, it feels representative of my life. Side note, um, I'm you know we always do this. We play the movie in the background while we're recording deep dives. Um, Phil mm-hmm. is just stealing money from kids from his students. I'm watching that. I too mean, right come now. on, dude. I How think I was that? on my phone earlier in this. That's part. not even regulated, and he must have told them cash only because usually yeah. for field trips, right, you write a check and that goes through. It's but funny. this is cash yeah, when- only, dude. Now I'm thinking of early, earlier when I was watching this and he's like, remember, it's $90 for the future. Yeah, yeah. And I did kind of think in my head, I was like, he's probably just pocketing that money. I don't, I don't yeah. really believe Yeah, he takes out guy. his little Vegas envelope and, and everything, uh-huh. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I want to kind of get into it here because there's some interesting things about these characters. Um, yeah. The movie itself is what you can consider, and I'm going to put some caveats to this, but like a raunchy comedy, right? Yeah. There's, you know, yeah. there's, there's, uh, as, sure. the, as the kids say, inappropriate things in this movie. Uh-huh. Quite a few. Of course. Um, now, I think what sets Nefarious this movie, acts. oh, big time. What sets this movie apart from the typical raunchy comedies, and this is probably the reason why I like this one so much, because 
I don't really care for raunchy comedies like Hot Tub Time Machine or like American you know, uh-huh. American Pie is it's kind of its own thing, right? But you know, there's a time and a That's place like for a that. Whole, yeah, those yeah. Are, and those are even like raunchy you know. from a from two little bit different eras. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then there's like of, you know there's the like thing. there's like Zach and Miri, and then there's um, yeah 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 you know uh, what's the other one. Uh, not another teen movie. Up. This knocked up. Oh, oh. Yeah, and then okay. and then there's other ones. You know, like Game Night and and this is Ford. You know, stuff like that where it's not really as yeah. heavy, right? This is a good the kind Apatow of middle ground kind of here. Stuff. Yeah, Judd Apatow. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this, you have great characters in both familiar and unusual situations. I think we can relate to some some things in this movie, even a whole character. In fact. Uh-huh. Um. And then there's those kind of crazy wild situations that they get into, which you you, you can just laugh at because you you can't relate to it. So you're just like, oh, yeah, that's stupid Uh and funny, and I can laugh at it. Especially, like, this is coming out 2009. So at this point, I'm 15, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, okay, sure. I I guess I can put myself near these situations in my imagination (laughs) enough to, like, think it's funny and be like, whoa, what would I do, though? And then yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is ridiculous enough where at that point you can't even decide that you no. relate to it or whatever. Yeah, I think each character they kind of have um they have their own unique background, right? Except for maybe Doug. It's kind uh-huh. of you know he's kind of cookie cutter, but but he's not a huge part of the movie, so not that necessary, right? It's all about Phil, yeah. Stu, and um, Alan for the most part. Um, which is why I believe Doug is not in part three. I don't remember. I, I, or no, I'm looking at the, I have the trailer on the background. He's, He's at in a there? funeral at least at the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I wonder who died. Maybe Tracy's dad or something. Um, it sort of seems like, yeah. It, yeah. But, um, so some, some characters share qualities with the typical raunchy comedy character types, right? So you have like, yeah. Um, the classic ones we'll talk about in a second. But I think the characters have a bit more layers to them than just the typical tropes. So, like, Phil, he's, like, the classic pretty boy, group leader, jock almost, you know, if uh-huh. it was high school. But he's also, yeah. like, a married school teacher, you know? Something that's a little, like, a yeah, curveball. Because this guy is, like, right, clearly... Yeah, he's got some details yeah. like that. I think it's he's funny really because... trying to let off some steam this weekend. Oh, big time. He's like, oh, I hate my life. Don't get married. Yeah. He's stealing money from kids. And then there's yeah. moments in the movie, though, where he's like, dude, I'm a school teacher. I'm not burning a cop car. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Bro, you just stole, like, uh-huh. thousands of dollars from your students. Right. <laughs> How would, like, does that get rectified? It, like, what's going on there? It's, it's been shocking to me on this viewing of this movie how, like, just douchey and, like, just rude <laughs> he is. Phil like, is, yeah. Checking into the hotel and just... Like, hey, you got any like villains? the way he's like flirting with yeah, like <laughs> he's a dentist he's, like, flirting with girls and like yeah, yeah. nagging and just being like mean like to his friends and to other folks yeah. like yeah, it's very much like I feel like at this For point, sure. uh, there like there's enough self awareness of most people in the world to be like. No, you just you don't get to just act like that. Like that's kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like people, yeah, like in yeah. customer service jobs, like check people like that a little bit more. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know big mean? time. Oh yeah, I think I think that's definitely the way it is nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the time capsule effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have Stu, right? He's like the kind of nerd of the group. He's a he's a dentist that calls himself doctor, which he's not wrong, but you know whatever. 
Right. Um, but then he does do he does do the whole bit where he's like, "Hey, can I actually take a look at that? I'm actually a doctor." And then he gets yeah. he gets uh, he gets he gets whooped by the actual doctor at the hospital. He's like, "Yeah, he does roasted big time." Um, yeah. But he so he's the nerd. He's the kind of geeky one. But he's also in a very abusive relationship, a toxic relationship. Yeah. Things that I think people can relate to, whether that's male or female. Uh, uh-huh. heterosexual, homosexual relationships and sure. other types of relationships out there, right? Even friendships. Um, but he's also attempting to regain his independence, which I think is a big part of this movie for him. Um, so I again, just more... a whole lot of the plot, too. Like big time, yeah. Sort of, oh, yeah. It's his whole saga his with Jade and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Really kind of, like, out loud A storyline mm-hmm. is his growth. I and feel. it's good. And then kind I of, think he has I ha- he yeah. has some pretty good growth in this movie, and I like it. I like where his, his character kind of ends up and stuff. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got a long way to go. Yeah. Just so much better than Andy Bernard. I just got to say it, man. Like, not yeah. an Andy fan at all. But, um, yeah, he's, Andy yeah. sucks. <laughs> he does. Um, but, yeah, so, again, you have Stu, like, the typical nerd type, but there's more layers to his character. Um, so that's what I think, for the most part, sets this movie apart from, like, the typical raunchy comedy, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, sure. I think there's – so that's, like, on the outside, like, the outer shell of this movie. On the inside, there's a lot more deeper, you know, things that we can kind of talk about here. And you can say that about any movie, but this one specifically, there's some good stuff. And I even learned a lot of this in my um, History of Las Vegas class that I took in school. And that was oh, a legitimate cool. class. It was full credits. One. Yeah. Uh, my class was, That's it was cool. awesome. We watched this movie in class. And not just because yeah, it's dude. a cool Las Vegas movie, but it is actually important in the history of Las Vegas. So... On the inside, this film was all about rebirth, right? After the stock yeah. market crash in 2008, uh, Vegas, sure. which is a destination fueled by money and power, right? It became desperate for tourists to, you know, return and, you know, return to the casino, start spending money again, just kind of re, you know, right. reinvent the city or in a way or kind of rejuvenate it. Um, and The Hangover, which was released in 2009, like you mentioned, works yeah. as a massive rebirth for the city giving it lots of attention sure. almost works as propaganda in a way too which is you know it's good for the city to kind of get that back right the um big time the the famous line uh, uh when they're driving out to the mojave we are back right um we are back we're getting dug back that can also be used as a tagline for vegas at this time you know super dry sure. in 2008 of course nobody needed to nobody wanted or needed to spend any money because the market yeah. was crashing the housing market was collapsing um, but it's insane to actually even contextualize how close this is to that too. Yeah, like, absolutely. Which is insane. Pretty, like they're kind of making this during the, mm-hmm. the depths of, of the, uh, yeah. So I think it's, it's a lot of good timing, yeah. uh, that this movie came out in and it's just like, it's perfect. You know, this is, this is the, and, and the fact hey, that this movie go is party. good, the fact that this movie yeah. is good and it's huge, you know? Yes. Um, so it yeah, it feels big, very big like. Like, and I guess in a way that almost makes sense. Like the the status director Todd yeah. Phillips is with doing like a big deal movie like Joker or whatever mm-hmm. too. Like I think grossed over like a billion budget dollars in studio and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. Like this feels like a big budget though. Mm-hmm. Like you just like the way it's shot and obviously oh, the amount yeah. that they're actually like plus the actors the that you have in it and. Yeah, like, yeah, ensemble kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, even ensemble, like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yes. Must have been expensive. 
Yeah, uh-huh. I, I'll actually bring like that up tigers. too. There's yeah, tigers. Yeah, tigers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, more things about Rebirth, right? Famous songs from the late '90s and early 2000s make a comeback, right? Um, yeah. What's it called? Um, what's it called? Uh, Chris Brown, right? Uh, yeah. Or no, no, that's Usher. Oh, sorry, oh, Usher's. Yeah. yeah. Um, Usher, right. Yeah, Usher. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's a funny like five-year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pullback like uh-huh. that doesn't feel like Live Your Life by Rihanna is in this movie is uh-huh. in this movie as well. Um Kanye West's no. um what is it called? Uh Can't Tell Me Nothing, you know, as a driving That's into Vegas. Just bro. all these songs again, Huge. it's it's coming back. It's rebirth, right? Um yeah. and then also famous Vegas icons like we mentioned Mike Tyson, Carrot Top uh-huh. and Wayne Newton also make a brief appearance in the post credits. Or, or during the sure. credits where we were seeing the, the pictures uh, from their trip. Also, a note on that. Um, it is said in the movie, does, is, you know, he, uh, Phil's like, I want to know how I found out how I got in the hospital. Does, is that in there? Alan says yes. But there's no clear picture that shows exactly uh-huh. how he gets in the hospital. Now, it looks like he might have gotten into a, some kind of tussle with Wayne Newton. Because it looks like okay. there's some fighting pictures, but it doesn't show any contact between Newton and and uh, Phil. So it's very uh, uh-huh. intri- a lot of unanswered questions there. I think you know, ambiguous a bit. Very ambiguous, yeah. Um, so that's kind of like on the inside of this movie, right? There's there's this whole idea about reclaim again. So like Stu reclaiming his independence, Vegas reclaiming its status of being this top of the world kind of destination fueled by money yeah. and power songs icons coming back we are back is the tagline um yeah not 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 the my... wolf pack but we are back there we go yeah when yeah when they were entering their suite and the rihanna song came on i was mm-hmm. like like i feel like it's it's this time too where it's like celebrity is still just like almost not even gross feeling to most people yet <laughs> yeah you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. it's just like <laughs> it's just get everyone famous oh and yeah there's no like because you know that happens now and then there's so many people who are like uh this is just like celebrities <laughs> blah 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 and yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> influencers or whatever too and stuff but like yeah it, it was just kind of like you're saying just these big ideas and mm-hmm. you know these these big acts and stuff like it's just so absolutely it's a lot together yeah and you know included in just like the the funny stuff that happened in this movie like the mike tyson thing coming in and just having that Uh be a whole nother like subplot and a whole nother layer like there's a lot of subplots in this movie like yeah like that didn't have to be in there at all he doesn't see a tiger in the bathroom (laughs) they they go without one bit in the beginning yeah and they save themselves like five million dollars oh yeah dude like (laughs) big time um, I don't know, at least, but right? yeah, like, like I like Mike Tyson and Tiger's cost. I really like the side plots that kind of happen in this movie, or you know, the, the, not side plots. But I say subplots that happen in this movie because it yeah. really makes it what it is. You know, so first we right. got the bachelor party that turns into craziness. Then it's where's where's Doug? Okay, no, we gotta go to the hospital. Okay, actually, we gotta go to this wedding chapel. And then now these people are trying to kill us. Um, so let's go here find jade then there's like a little jade bit then they go to the 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 cops and they get tased Uh and then uh, mr chow makes his appearance uh (laughs) naked appearance um then they go back and then it's tiger 
and then after the, uh-huh. they do Tiger, um, uh, Chow finds him again, and then, you know they have all these little bits and these little stories that kind of collide all together and and make it just so good. How long so do you good. think it took to film this? Oh, dude, that's a great question. I don't know. I'm gonna get on. I feel like I feel like it must have must have taken a while. But it's all pretty much in one. You know, it's one city, so that's not too bad. Um, pretty much, pretty much everything's on location, though. Well, except for I guess like the wedding stuff. They could have filmed it in Vegas. Like you could dress it up the wedding place and make it look like it's uh, just like a backyard or something like that. California. Yeah. Yeah. They must have done some filming though on the highways, obviously, because there's the drive in and the drive out um right so yeah definitely definitely i remember i'm i'm on the imdb right now and Mm -hmm. the first like trivia thing that it says is no effects or prosthetics were created for Stu's missing tooth and i remember that being like a big deal like he pulled out at the time where people were like he had a let's see ed helms never had an adult incisor grow and his fake incisor was taken out for the part of filming where Stu's tooth is missing. Wow. I actually have two molars like that, that I still have baby teeth. But oh, cool! Yeah, so um, yeah, I got I want to get gold crowns. Nice. Just get a grill, it's dude. Be sick, dude. <laughs> well, just see, grill yeah, it up. <laughs> I was thinking that might be that might be kind of kind of a lot. But if I smile. Oh no, dude! I'm saying see. grill the whole thing. I'm just saying go go fully grill. Grill the whole thing. Yeah, you think I can pull that off? <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, do it okay that's that's all i needed actually i think yeah he's getting it done tomorrow I needed one yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's pretty cool though that's a cool piece of trivia um i had no idea that's yeah. smart to like kind of write that into the story though of like that's a known right. thing and it's like hey let's yeah cool <laughs> let's get that in there mm-hmm. uh-huh. absolutely i'm at the part uh where alan wants to do bread blood brothers um dude his yeah his speech though is so funny um it really is uh uh i I met yeah i uh i uh, there were there were two the two of us in the wolf pack i was alone in the pack at first and then doug joined in (laughs) and then he's so you see yeah you see phil's face go yeah i know you just said that (laughs) and he's like yeah and then and then later when when Doug introduced me to you two. I thought, wait a minute, could it be? And now I know for and sure. <laughs> I just added two more wolves to my wolf pack. So there were two. There were two. Bro. There were two of us in the wolf pack. <laughs> what, what, what? There were. <laughs> so funny. This Zach Galifianakis uh, is wedding, bro. He. Oh, dude, you should have. You should have done the speech. Um, Zach Galifianakis is comedic gold. I think if you ever watched Dude. him in Between Two Ferns, he is excellent. Oh my! He's also God. really, really good in Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, where he does this sort of comedic but also like pretty much serious kind of role. He plays um, uh, Michael Keaton's character. His um, it's like uh-huh. his lawyer slash agent advisor kind of guy. He's really good in that movie. He is. He is fantastic, and he's not super goofy cool. either, you know, like in this movie or is in Between Two Ferns. But, yeah. So he's very versatile. Um, but, yeah, if you've ever seen Between Two Ferns on YouTube, he, it, brilliant. I think they did a movie, too. It's on Netflix um, where he went around the really? country, like, interviewing people. I haven't seen it, but I'll watch it one day. Um, he it's did, He's really, he, really good. His, like, stand-up special from, like, 2006 or something was the first Netflix original. No way. Seriously? That's a cool piece of yeah, trivia. I, 
Yeah, something like that. But it was like, you know, it would have been a DVD at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was through Netflix. Like, nice. And it was like nice. the first. Oh, yeah, the ship to your Netflix house in two thing. days kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. The disc. That was so <laughs> cool back in the day. Yeah, that's how I had it. Like, I've been, like, I think on Netflix the whole time pretty nice. much. Like, you should get some loyalty pricing, the- dude. I really should. <laughs> well, I guess it, I guess it was my mom's account for a while. Oh, okay, but. okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want 2006 one DVD at a time in the mail prices. <laughs> yeah. For my dude, awesome. Description. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, he's he's fantastic in this movie too. He just this is kind of his breakout role, right? Um, but everything about yeah, his timing time. is so good. You know, eating this sofa pizza. And then the yeah. way he is at the blackjack table, but more, most importantly, the way he's coming down the elevator or the escalator, yes. sorry. And he's like, his hands are kind of crossed, or his fingers are crossed and he's like looking all serious uh-huh. with his beard all like trimmed and, and, yeah. and putting in a ponytail. <laughs> he's just uh-huh. brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, so funny. Yeah, man. so funny. And um, the way he like really wants to like imitate Phil because Phil's super cool with his hair uh-huh. and then how he repeats the same lines but takes out the swear words and stuff like it's so uh-huh so funny. hilarious <laughs> yeah bro. yeah he's he's really good but what i'm interested in is people must have experienced a hangover somewhat like this maybe not exactly but like uh-huh. so to the point where and obviously they were drugged in this movie but so to the point where uh-huh. they can't remember certain events and they don't realize how sure. crazy they were so like uh-huh. those stories gotta have been coming out after this movie too, just absolute right. pandemonium about that kind of stuff. Then yeah, I like I'm not I don't like blackout. Yeah. So I can't fully relate to that, but I feel like there's a lot of people who I know who just regularly black. Yeah, out. yeah, like, yeah. Yep. Like that's just. Well, oh, I gotta do it at least by, once a week, man. Right, <laughs> it, but not. I feel like some people is not even like actually just like. Or I guess it's always binge drinking for sure. But I feel like some people just speak about it as if that's just what happens when they get drunk. And that's they just shocking. black out. That's just a thing. It's inevitable. Yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> I, know, I got drunk, so I was blacked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of uh, mystery behind Alan's character, too, because um, of the things that he says, like how he found a baby at a coffee bean. And Stu is like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> you know, for like, the longest time... And he can't be within the school uh, school uh, area, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> or Chuck E. That's Cheese. That's a fun one. <laughs> like, dude, uh-huh. what is going on? Probably because he stole what a baby. Happened, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there it is. Yeah, those elements make him again. Like you have, like he's like the again more of a typical like the dumb guy, right? Uh, in a in yeah. a raunchy comedy, but there's like some elements to him. He's like a sweetheart, basically. Um, he's yeah. not offensive in any way. He just he doesn't understand things sometimes so yeah he's not like a boisterous dumb guy no 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 yeah 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 for sure (laughs) i feel as though this is shot on film it feels like you think so time it looks it looks wide enough to be shot on film i think that well i remember when i was listening to like roger deacon's podcast a Mm -hmm. lot i was realizing there was actually much more like film like 35 millimeter shot movies mm-hmm. like carryover than than I then thought we realize before. yeah because sure that like makes sense early 2000s you start using like digital point and shoot cameras but mm-hmm. like not say as when big we at school like the Alexa is kind of like the one where people are like oh this looks as good as film does yeah and yeah. that 
the Alexa came out in like 2012. Like, yep. true. Aside from yeah. DSLRs, like you know, like how Arrested Development looks. Mm, the aesthetic, or like just like, like I guess, the, yeah. The, I've the yeah, I've seen like screen, like screen it's kind of and stuff, like yeah. almost sort of like documentary kind of looking. Sure, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. Kind of almost soap opera looking, mm-hmm. like, but not as like not like a, the, not like sixty FPS though. No, no, no. Yeah, but just like yeah, just not the best quality. Mm-hmm. Like a little, it's a little rough. Looking. It's a little rough on purpose though. Yeah, and but that's like how the early like digital cinema cameras mm-hmm. looked. Mm-hmm. So. Like this being two thousand nine, on like a good budget, like mm-hmm. it, I guess it makes sense to me that it's like, but it it is like aesthetically too, like pretty and nice looking. Like they it did is it well, really is like just... the it's it is lit really well. The gorgeous yeah. like nighttime Vegas stuff looks really good. There's enough like gloss yeah, on like cars stuff and looks stuff. Super good. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks it looks really solid. Like uh, all the lighting looks looks fantastic. Yeah definitely Even like outside just like the colors and stuff like mm-hmm. well it's vegas it's bright and fancy so yeah gotta make it look good i think the overall yeah, aesthetic of this movie makes like it, it's good like you were saying it's like just a bunch of normie guys in an extravagant uh-huh. environment getting into yeah. all kind of crazy things right um you know the, the you know they're wearing basic shirts Alan wears a t-shirt through most yeah. of this, you know, just like pants and whatever. Stu's wearing his polo. They get beat up. They get dirty. But it's just like, it's normal people, you know, for the most yeah. part. Anyway. So I, I, it's I, funny, I, I quite like, like that. The uh, Phil's like button up. Like, yeah. When I went to uh, um, Berkeley, California last year for uh, that Phoebe Bridgers show. Mm-hmm. I remember just when I was there, I was like, everybody is so dressed here. Everyone wears button-ups, yeah. Yeah, everyone wears, like, (laughs) button-ups and, like, slacks. Like, I was there on a weekend. I was there, like, on a Sunday, basically. Mm -hmm. It was the only, like, full day I was there. And, like, so, like, me and my friends were, like, going out to, like, breakfast or whatever. And there's, like, people walking like they're, like, going to work in, like, a Mm -hmm. city office. And I'm like, it's Sunday morning right now. Why do they look like that? <laughs> oh yeah, but that's what. Oh like, yeah, that's like what this like super duper hungover wearing a button up makes me think. <laughs> yeah, of. just like I also find it interesting. Than that. You know, like in movies and TV shows, right? They're like, okay, it's a date. I'll pick you up at eight p.m. for dinner. I'm like, yeah, who's eating dinner at eight p.m.? You know, I'm not. I'm not yeah, grandpa just, eating at five, but that's like that's yeah. pretty late for dinner. You know, that's yeah, like point, you do I've, something I've after dinner. Had a, I've had a small meal already. Oh yeah, you know, maybe I could get like a, a treat, a dessert, a dessert somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. Is the I'll pick you up yeah. at eight kind of thing for dinner, which doesn't make sense. And then uh-huh. everybody's wearing suits. Like I was, I'm watching oh, yeah. The Big Bang Theory again because I love that show. And whenever right. they go out on dates, they're like fully dressed yeah. in suits. And I'm like, you're going to like a nicest restaurant, but it's not like it's a super fancy you know thing. But you're wearing a like yeah. a, a blazer, you're wearing your pants, like it's it's a whole thing, you know. I up with that yeah i really believed that there would be much more like blazer wearing in my adulthood when i was in like high school like I oh was yeah like, oh, i gotta like buy suits and stuff I exactly guess. Like, i was um i you know i'm still infatuated with oceans 11 and everybody's wearing suits all the time and so i always wanted a blazer one so i could you know yeah. be a pickpocket and, and put things in my in- uh-huh. inside pocket right of course um yeah. like a cool guy you That's know, sick. I've got. I've reached the point where I should be starting to wear this stuff, but um, 
nobody's wearing it you know nope. no suit <laughs> events bro come on at least a blazer you know come on yeah <laughs> what's up with that what's up with that i'm uh looking gotta, forward to yeah, it yeah we though. gotta go on a we got to go on a trip and go to like some just full suits, dude. Something. Oh yeah. Like those, yeah. we got to crash like an elegant affair where they come around with like champagne on, on platters and there stuff like that and do the whole, do the whole grab sip and then put yeah. it back on the platter. Like the cool guys. Nice, do. Dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> rad. Like that way you're not carrying things. Oh no, we don't want to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we could, uh, we'll do, we'll start like just kind of going around, uh, Waikiki hotels on Sunday afternoons. Yeah. We'll be doing Eventually, that this Sunday. We'll find something, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come, f- come find us. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, interesting. They get the cop car. They see that the mattress is outside. Now, clearly they're still having some mental issues at this point because they've just yeah. woken up. Right. But Stu realizes later that, wait a second, hotel windows don't open anymore. So it's like, did he already know that? And it was just kind of blanking. I'm going to say he was just too hungover. So, you know. They got to be. And and I also, I was thinking that right away when you first see that. I was like, how stupid. Yeah. They just figured it out right away. Yeah. But hotel windows, yeah, they really do not open like that. Yeah, but the dude who like told them what happened, he was like some some idiot threw it out of his window, and he works there. He should know that. He works at Caesar's Palace. So so that's the backup there. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody told them that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, dude, you just gave the the uh, the valley guy that brings the cars. Like, dude, these guys clearly are not cops. But yeah, just go ahead and give them a cop car. (laughs) because uh-huh. <laughs> they came in with it and everything so yeah i like how again these are like the the character types and like the kind of backgrounds that they have Stu is so like phil what are you doing what are you doing phil's just like nah dude let me let me take care of it he goes on the yeah. sidewalk you know unreal another douchey moment with the telling that that lady she has a nice chest and stuff you know it's yeah like, all right dude you're, you're married ma'am with a kid. in the leopard dress <laughs> yeah also when they're like walking into the hotel there's like people that just like a couple women walking just out say hi yeah and he's like hey yeah and he's <laughs> like there we go because <laughs> because he's bradley dude. cooper right he's mr handsome yeah so i you yeah. see and i think i've this mentioned this but the- You've seen the Barack Obama interview with uh, Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. So he's like, yes. he's like, um, he kind of carried those movies, huh? Um, and uh-huh. uh, and Zach Galifianakis is like, um, I'm sorry, um, which film? Which film are you speaking of? Because the the Hangover movies, like uh, he kind of carried it. He goes, oh yeah, yeah, everybody loves Bradley, you know, uh-huh. tall and thin. That's easy in Hollywood. Be short, fat, and smell like Doritos, and try to make it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh yeah everybody loves Bradley bro. tall and handsome <laughs> so true yeah, sure. oh my god yeah. easy to love easy yeah. to love <laughs> he is yeah he he does well as like um a really really strong lead in, in pretty much any movie that he's in so I quite like Bradley Cooper I think he can do well but he's actually I for, I always forget this but he's Rocket the Raccoon from like Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff so he's not always oh, yeah. the main man in that but he he does his job. I feel like he does it well. Yeah, but he is like a big enough personality and stuff where like yeah. I I don't really know that I buy him in everything. Mm-hmm. But like when he's placed in in something like it it does typically suit him. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Like I think when like he was got, in um he's got his certain things that he can do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree definitely, definitely. He was in that show Limitless. I don't know if you saw that. I think he was only in it for like maybe the first season or something. But well, he was in the movie Limitless. Is that what it is? 
I gotta look it well, up. Well, I now. think there's a show too. Show you didn't see the based movie? on no. Limitless. Wow. Is yeah, it a life so changer? Basically, it's. Here we go. It's yeah, not 2011 thriller guess, action. It's on HBO Max, which is where we're watching The Hangover right like now. A, I guess it's like it was a big deal. Like I saw a lot of trailers for it. I probably went to see it at a theater when I was in junior year of high school. So that's gonna be dude. The I'm series didn't come out till 2015. It only yeah, had it was a one big gap, season. Wow. Yeah, he's in it for like a real, real quick. Yeah, just for a bit, I think. Okay. But like you take some kind so of weird looking clear clear pill, right? And you become limitless or Yeah, whatever. and then he can like it's like he he's can do like, stuff. it's like super Adderall. Like yeah. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> yeah, nice. I feel like that's like what that uh, is. Like he just takes pills and he can like do his work really oh, efficiently and he's Love good it. at math now. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's do, okay. is he doing math on windows and stuff? Yeah, unclear glass. So white white marker on clear yeah. glass. Oh, that's so smart. Ten thousand percent. Yeah, that's the smartest you can be. I know. Oh, definitely for for sure for sure. Dude, I love this wedding scene. So I'm getting to the or the wedding the chapel scene. They get in there. Yeah, Eddie's yeah. all like, "Hey, God, you guys are so crazy!" And then so uh-huh. everybody's confused. He gives Alan a big hug, and Alan's just like, oh, I'm going to give you a big hug, too. Like, a big smile on my face. He has no idea what's going on, but he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> so who, Who's that guy? He, uh, Brian, Brian Callen, I think is his oh, name. Oh, dude, he's in he's something like, else, um, and he plays kind of a more serious role. And you're like, hey, that's the guy Eddie from The Hangover. Uh-huh. Eddie who gets shot. <laughs> it took me, it took, whoa. It took me a while to, um, to, to, catch that but like mm-hmm. i was listening to like a podcast of his for a while and like i'd see him on other stuff but then yeah i watched this a few years ago and i was like hey i know him but like i fully bought him as like whatever this like brazilian man <laughs> he's, he's like <laughs> pretending to be oh he was in joker as well what was he in joker i don't remember oh, wow. his face it's a todd phillips guy yeah. oh i see so he's in this tv show the goldbergs which i watched for a few seasons um he plays um a gym teacher and yeah, totally different than cool. than uh, than Eddie in The Hangover. Hey, this guy is so wow, crazy. Actually, <laughs> guess how? Okay, uh, let's. I'm gonna give you two numbers here to guess. We've got budget and length of production. Whoa! Can you budget? Try to hit me. Try both of like yeah. Maybe maybe you can figure out the budget, but the the length of production very much. Speaks. I'm gonna go fifty million dollar budget. 35. 35, okay. I knew it wasn't that high. I'm sure this, the subsequent yeah. movies got a lot bigger budget. Um, oh, sure. Length of production, like, does that mean just shooting or just entire? Shooting, yeah. Just shooting. Principal photography. Principal, Principal photography, photography, two months. 15 days. That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> How the hell do you do That's this in 15 insane, days? insane, dude. That is that's absolutely like, insane. This is a feature film. That's like every day you're doing two big set pieces. Like, and it's not like right? it's just one take. I mean, maybe some of these they've done it in one no. take and they're like, you know what? It's fine. You're doing multiple takes from multiple angles, man. This is a movie movie. This is like a movie. You're, yes. <laughs> it is very much a film, a feature film, a major motion picture. Yeah, as they say. That's insane. And 15 days. The amount that we keep saying, like, it looks like a big budget comedy. It looks like intentionally made. It looks yeah. pretty. It looks nice. It's well lit. All that. Damn good filmmaking right there, time. man. Absolutely wow. stunning. 
And it's so funny. This uh-huh. is a hilarious movie. Like, I wonder how long it took yeah, the story not, to like, kind of come together. Yeah, they're not, stressed or anything to, like... No, but to film, to film like, this in 15 days without having to do major great. script edits is... I mean, yeah. I'm sure they probably did a few reshoots, but hey, every movie sure. does that. But without having to do a major script edit within 15 days of filming, that's disgustingly good. That's incredible. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, the chapel scene, right? Um, Alan gets all offensive because, uh, or offended because Stu throws down the hat that he was wearing. Um, this is where hey. Stu turns, man. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Your language is offensive. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Stu gets he gets he gets crazy here. Wants to torch the cop car, and then this yeah. is where Phil's good guy. Oh, dude, I'm a school teacher, man. I ain't torching a cop car. <laughs> this is where yeah. he. This is where it becomes like sane, right? Uh huh. Yeah, um, he's like kind of, kind of. They're, they're yeah. kind of switching here. Yep. Where Stu is like, all right, let's just send it, mm-hmm. bro. And I Phil's love, like, dude. I love these check-ins by Melissa because it it just. Again, his story doesn't end, or the abusive relationship doesn't end with him leaving for Las Vegas and having to lie about going to Napa Valley instead, right? Right. So she, there's a couple of phone calls. One when they're they first get to the room, and he's like, he's like, you know, oh yeah, there's like like little radios in each room and no TVs yeah. and stuff. Like it's so pathetic. And then there's the check-in right when they get attacked, and he's all like, uh, it's a baby goat, <laughs> and the tractor backfired and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Like it's yeah. It's really, really Fully good. doubling down. And yeah, it, again, you set up this character's story or the issue or the, the circumstance that they're in, right? But it doesn't stop. You can continue developing this. And you see how how affected he actually gets by it, especially once he meets Jade yeah. and he becomes kind of infatuated with her in a way. Or just like, how, you know, because uh-huh. she, she has a cool vibe, you know? So yeah. I like that. I really like, too, when they get kind of deeper into the relationship that he really doesn't care what kind of job she has. Escort stripper he's cool by the end of it you know Uh he's like yeah i'm gonna come back next week and take you out to dinner yeah which is awesome Uh you know because everybody needs a job that's what they enjoy doing that's what they feel comfortable doing that's fine you know it's not a problem i feel like especially for the time that this came out like so polarizing too right like even the jobs like that, that they're using the f slur like you know what i mean like (laughs) in this or just like other things around this time Mm -hmm. like just Okay, Bradley Cooper's character, Phil is introduced when Doug's wife calls him and his voicemail is, hey, it's Phil, Uh, call me, don't text me, that's gay. Like, (laughs) such an idiot. So, so to have, so again, that classic, like, douchey about sex workers at the time. Yeah, like, good, good, good on Todd. I'm, I have to look up most uh, F bombs in a movie. Um, yeah. because there's a list and I think this one might be getting up there not as much as yeah like Casino is the most it's 422 jo- Jonah Hill right um, I think that's I think individual person yeah personal record because that's, so that's in Wolf like, of Wall pick... Street yeah but what movie I gotta see the list here I swear The Hangover is like kind of it doesn't look like it's very much up there Looking, I was watching I'm Wolf looking. of Wall Street the other day again. It's very good. It's such a good movie, yeah. Oh yeah, like a bunch of movies are, are ahead of it. But um Oh, Big Lebowski. I was watching I had to watch nice. the scene the other day. Um because I don't know what came to mind, but I kept repeating the line, Donnie, you're out of your element. Um yeah. <laughs> So I had to watch the scene and I found the clip on, on YouTube, the that rogue really tied the room together scene. And just in that nice. scene alone, 
they say the f word so often it's it's oh, it's yeah. ridiculous donnie forget Ooh, it you're wow. out of your element <laughs> yeah you have no frame of reference here john goodman <laughs> is so good as walter were you listening to the dude story i was bowling <laughs> then you have no frame of reference here it's so good dude. i need to fully watch just that like, movie again but like perfect <laughs> writing too just, and and somebody wrote in the comments of that youtube clip like this is peak dialogue in any movie yes. right now. it's so yeah. good it's right up there with um the cheeseburger scene from Pulp Fiction, you know, when he does the Ezekiel uh-huh. twenty five seventeen speech, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," doing the whole "Where'd you get your cheeseburgers from?" and stuff like that. It's so yeah. good, man. <laughs> it's, like... it's funny, Donnie. The other please. day, I was talking about uh, "Catch Me If You Can," and last night I was watching "The Goonies," and about both these movies, I I kept saying every department got it right, just yeah, all across Killed the board. It. Everybody killing it. Everybody's <laughs> doing their jobs. Professionals. Yeah. Just great, great work. I would and, say the exact uh, same thing about this movie too, The Hangover, the one that yeah. we're talking about. Just it's, it's so the, good. It has like <laughs> this feeling of like silliness and like it shouldn't be taken seriously kind of thing. Too, it's been, well, you, it's 35 reason, million in 15 but, days. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. Like this is sea level well, in terms uh-huh. of like nowadays, that's sea level budget and sea level like right. production time, uh, principal photography. But the fact that they could get this quality out of, you know, this budget and yeah. this, first of all, that means it can be done. And we've seen that with many, many indie films, or you know, recently as, as they get more recognition. But this level yeah. of comedy and writing and able to you know do things on the fly, especially with fifteen days, that is brilliant. And everybody does pull it together and have like such such good parts that they all you know contribute to so like even the cop right. scene so funny because you have the right character to do you know characters uh-huh. to do that like the the main dude uh the main cop he's um he's in modern family a show that i really love and he plays gil thorpe basically the exact same character as this except he's not a, he's a realtor he's uh-huh. not a he's not a cop but like same attitude like same sure. super goofy and like right, doesn't play right. by the rules kind of guy um and everything but ah oh, dude just those little things make make up this like you're saying ensemble ensemble being so right. good like like yeah. um mr chow as well as another good shout out which we'll get to you know as the movie kind of progresses uh-huh. it's just like he ends up being so such good. a big deal and i forget every time because the movie he comes in like late like, yeah because he's in the right. trunk of the mercedes and then later on they do the whole like hit him with the car and then in the desert stuff yeah. like that so yeah <laughs> Dude, I okay, love... So, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'll get to this scene. It's coming up in a bit. That's why. Okay. Right now, I'm also looking at... Um, okay, two budgets of comedies, big comedies yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So 2021, I I don't know if I really agree with this genre mm-hmm. uh, label, but okay. licorice pizza, drama, comedy, $40 million. It's definitely that's a dramedy, but that's also a PTA movie, so it's a lot more... He's he's more composed with his budget contained, and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's very contained. So and it's a dramedy, I would say. Free guy. That is the, a comedy, uh, I would say. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. That one's three hundred and thirty-one million dollars. And that is insane. That is absolutely that is insane. insane. Oh wait, no, 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 no movie. Sorry, that's box like, office. That's box office. Oh, I was gonna say, there's no way that was three hundred million. <sighs> that's pretty good that it grossed that much, know. though. Like that's surprising. Yeah. Does it say the budget? Uh, I'm going to have to do a separate search now. <laughs> now we have to do it. <laughs> yeah, now I, I, we're so deep already. Yeah. 
Okay, still 100 to 125 million. That's still a lot. Plus, you got to double that for That's marketing. A That's a lot yeah. of money for a for free guy. Really? Damn, dude. <laughs> I like Ryan Reynolds like enough, but I'm not like, oh, I got to uh, watch all his movies kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, there's um there's a new FX um series called Welcome to Wrexham where he and his friend bought uh this Welsh football club, and apparently it's really good. And it's like you know, yeah. And he's Canadian, but it's like it's interesting that I'm because I was asking a coworker who's watching it. I'm like, Ryan Reynolds is like typically just considered American at this point because he's such an American icon, even though he's from Canada. Sure. So I'm like. Do the Welsh fans go like, oh, stupid Americans buying this football club. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And they like fully admit that in the show. Like, yeah, we don't know what they're doing, but hey. <laughs> nice. But I'm sure, yeah, they, they have a frame of context of what they're so, doing. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the other dude is um, Mac from It's Always Sunny, Rob Mac. Mac yeah, Rob. that's right. Yeah. It's his name and, on like the um, industries or something that they built or they, that, that bought sure. the, it's like a Reynolds, uh, they, they mixed their names together or something and they. That's how they bought the team, okay. like with that corporation or something that they bought. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I feel you. Yeah. But so like they're yeah, buddies. Like I've just followed them on like Twitter for a while, so I've known about <laughs> this for a few years, and it's yeah. funny. There's this band I like, Neck Deep, who is like a pop punk band out of Wales, like mm. ten or so years ago, and like nice. for a while that was kind of my only reference point of Wales and Wrexham mm-hmm. specifically. They're from Wrexham. Mm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like just such a vague like okay sure that's gonna be the only cool thing that happens there and now to see that like these dudes on shows that i love like are yeah. buying a soccer team over there is so weird yeah yeah it's interesting too so because they're in um they're in, like the second tier. they're not in top flight football right now so then it's like the second tier league but their whole idea yeah. is to build the team back up and get it back to its kind of former glory I and see. stuff so that's kind of cool sure um scene that i'm getting up to um oh we have arrived the tasing so uh-huh. good and more specifically the last one where he's like how about you big man come on up here and just the intensity between that this kid boy. and alan yeah. like as soon as it goes to slow-mo the kid's looking at uh-huh. alan and then alan in without even being called forward like everyone else had to do like hey get over here let me tase you he just starts yeah. walk like staring down the kid and walking towards the center of the room like he knows it's time and i'm gonna out tase you right now boy oh and absolutely. in the face it goes and he's still standing like a madman <laughs> he's like uh, uh. just full frankenstein yeah mode. full frankenstein and they just give him another zap but it's right, like here yeah. we go yeah that ramp slow-mo that kid's face oh, it's bro. so good so He's looking at the police officer for a second, and then right as it hits slow mo, he turns straight to Alan, and, and, and the intensity is on. Shifts. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like, "Yes, I got picked," and then it's go time in a matter of like half a second. And then Alan does the same thing. He's like, "What? You yeah, want to go, they kid?" Yeah, they log eyes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm watching it right now. So good. <laughs> I like the intensity. Eye of the tiger. <laughs> Yeah, he just lifts it straight up to the face, dude. Uh, I love that. Real, bro. Stu is right, though, dude. Total police, like, incompetence yeah. and brutality and just inappropriateness. Uh-huh. But, hey, they did get off for free. Like, you know. This is true. That's and so, somewhat e- fair. Even um, early, yes. It's funny. Um, like, earlier when they're driving on the sidewalk, 
Phil is all like, oh, I should have been a cop. Yeah. And it's like, okay, bro, no. Let's- Cops don't actually do this, but yeah, okay. Yeah. This is why you, This is why it's good you're not. Yeah, that you're not a cop for sure. So you're not going around with you blowhorns could- telling how nice racks to women and stuff like that. Yeah, you could also kind of get away with some more of that stuff. Yeah, too. no, that's not like, okay. Now that would just be like, okay, no, you're being gross. That's, that's yeah. awful. That's upsetting. <laughs> it's gross. It's awful. It's upsetting. Yeah. Also, what is Jackie hey Chile. kids? Let's who wants to get their fingerprints done? What does that mean? Like, does that mean we're gonna get like your your fingerprint data in our in our database? Is that what it is? <laughs> or they just do like a fingerprint your... dusting or something? I wonder if you have your fingerprints on file as a child, like from when you're born. Like I'm, I'm, or yeah, yeah, sure. Even just to just mm-hmm. to fully extrapolate. Um, I'm trying to think. It was like you know that Men in Black. Um, you see Men in Black? He puts oh, his wow, hand. Yeah. yeah, he puts he put uh uh what's his name? Jay puts his hand on this like metal ball and it like superheats his fingerprints Burns or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, dude. <laughs> but, but it's yeah. Do um like do your baby fingerprints match with your adult fingerprints? You know, that's a good question that I do not have the answer to. And someone sure right now is like, shouting you know, while listening to this podcast saying yes or like no, you idiots. Minor juvenile to like you know adult charges maybe maybe the databases are different maybe all that, eric we're but... gonna have to look it up dude um yeah uh, let's see do your fingerprints stay the same stay the same <laughs> nice from i'm gonna say from birth cool i mean it gets bigger obviously your fingers get bigger right. so is that it is no it, fingerprints do not the, change over time this is from scienceabc.com so who knows really but i'm gonna say this is a reliable source but there is a catch they do not change as we go old but they can be affected by certain external conditions sure like i guess if you like you cut your hand or something a person's fingerprints yeah. usually form in the that 17th like week of pregnancy saying. these prints are set in stone before we are even born Dude, before we're born, man. Wow. Incredible stuff. How about that? Mm-hmm. So there are things in this movie that are like normal jokes, right? And then there's like yeah. used condoms in the car. Uh-huh. And then like there's talk of like semen and stuff. And yeah. that's where I get to like sure. those are the the moments where it's like this is a rated art movie. Like sure you have this swearing and yeah. eventually eventually you have some nudity and stuff. Mostly in the post credits or in the credit sequence. It is sequence, an R-rated but... comedy. That's part of this too. Yeah, and it made a bunch of money because people just love this movie so much. Yeah. Um, and just good word of this is a great example of good word of mouth, man. Like huge. Like everybody, I was Bro, Ken... I was so young, and you like you're saying you were 15, right, when this movie came out. Yeah, I was yeah. young as well. Everybody was talking about this movie like even even like right. kids going oh dude my parents all look like the hangover like so good like i heard it's so funny you know uh-huh that's how massive yeah this it was movie very is. it was very much like uh i guess at this point i i was probably had easier access to these sorts of films but Ooh. i remember like in like middle school say like sixth or seventh grade mm-hmm. like if i was watching like um like, I remember watching Knocked Up at a sleepover once, and I oh, was like... Oh, it's the sleepovers that do it, guys, man. Guys, yeah. don't, don't tell my mom that I watched Yeah, yeah. You, like, you're watching like, Paranormal like, Activity, and you're watching all these yes, raunchy uh, comms. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, 
but yeah, this very much has that feeling of like you watch this with like four other dudes. Yeah, sleep don't tell your parents. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, like and the sleepover, like, like the one that you went to, like the his his parents are cool, so or they're never home, right, so right. they got access to it, and like yeah. oh yeah, dude, like just don't tell your mom, yeah. You <laughs> had so much soda there, yeah. Oh, so much, dude. You get to eat popcorn in the room. It's dude, legendary it stuff. Is so wild to think about. Like I I remember like parents getting annoyed, you know, about like. going in people's fridges or you know (laughs) where's all the where's all the soda kind of thing yeah and like at the time it's like me and my friends are constantly mobbing out like five kids deep in any one kid's house and like (laughs) just to imagine if five 14 year olds walked in my house and just kind of went at my fridge i would be beside myself sure like sure yeah hey just are you kidding me and then when you're a kid you're kind of like oh that kid's dad's kind of a dick <laughs> like dude i just wanted the soda yeah <laughs> like yeah you just like ate all of their groceries for the week in five minutes what are you doing what are you doing that's very much the vibe though of, of something like this yes. it's like oh i'm not supposed to but dude it's uh-huh. too, it's worth it <laughs> this is where you look and you learn a whole bunch of stuff too in this movie like oh i didn't know that you do learn a whole <laughs> heck of a lot yeah for sure for sure um we're getting close to close to time here but um we just got a, a few more big parts of the movie i just want to kind of go through yeah so we get the tiger um very funny like you know the mercedes is saved it's good it's dirty sure but that can be fixed and then yeah, that's all right. And then um, the tiger just tears up the leather interior. And then what's even better is when uh, Alan's like, you know, after all that mess, he's like, "What am I gonna do about this car?" And then Phil's like, "Hey, I got a buddy in LA who's great with interiors." And then boom, uh-huh. total T-bone, you know, um, just gets uh-huh. the car destroyed, absolutely destroyed. Yeah. So it's just like I literally just clicked to that point right now. It's like. Oh, this is the last thing, like dude. Another fence. Yeah, this is like the last oh good God. thing that they have left because literally they've all gotten like totally beat up and torched, and Doug is uh-huh. you know super red and missing on the roof. The car was right. the last hope because they had that glimmer of hope when they came back from impound. It was fine. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, dude, goner. It's over. Also, I'm just realizing whose used condom was that? Was that Mr. Chow's? Like. Gotta be right. <laughs> gotta be. <laughs> gotta bro. be right. Maybe it was Alan's. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my god. Yeah. Or maybe it was Stu and Jade. You never know. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm sure they conceived after wedding night. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh hey, I guess god. they didn't. If they used the condom, though. Oh, I guess sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that they the consummated after a wedding? They consummated their marriage. Yeah. Which is very. Like, it's really very. A- that's very that really the last dually, like you know. Yeah, I won't. I won't let him be the last person to know you. <laughs> Remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Your dude. wife just got raped. Why are you saying that, you stupid idiot? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> so dumb. Great movie though. It's a great. It really is a yeah. good movie. Everybody should check it out. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have the whole um, blackjack scene, which was again super cool. 
and then everyone wants to start counting cards after they you know they see this scene They're like oh yeah let's do it let's take let's take down the whole city you know even phil says that <laughs> like <laughs> rain man numbers yeah yeah oh that's that's so funny man oh God. it's perfect too for a character like him who's just so out of it mentally that he just executes this with no problem yeah (laughs) it really it's funny i i i kind of forgot about this whole section of the movie where they're kind of like are getting it together like i kind of forget how it ends that they they do have to make some reparations here for Mm -hmm. sure yeah again so that you know once they get the money like they do the whole we are back thing and ellen does his best friend song and stuff like that Uh um and then they yeah they do the whole like doug but wrong doug thing and then and then it gets to the point where, and sometimes, you know, this happens in movies, and this happens in, in the TV show Brooklyn Nine-Nine a lot, where it's just intuition, uh-huh. and it just... Yeah. Like, pretty much every episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, Jake Peralta, the main dude, Andy Samberg's yeah. character, he goes, he's trying to figure out a case, and, like, there's, like, comedy stuff going on, and then, you know, it's, like, five minutes till the show's over, and he's like, wait a second, I'm looking at the board here, and I can see this and this and this. That happens almost yeah. every episode. Um, and Wait, it's kind of like convenient. that. Yeah, it's kind of like that for this movie where, where you know, uh, fake Doug says something and then Stu is like, wait a minute. But it's like, yeah. dude, you remember the mattress was still up there. Like, you remember that, right? And he's like. Right. Okay. And fake. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Fake Doug. Yeah. Here fake Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I call them groundies. <laughs> I said gravity. I just clicked to. <laughs> I just clicked to that too. That's Dude, so weird. I have great intuition, man. I call him groundies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Then he's like, "Oh yeah, he's on the roof. He's on the roof." I do like that. It's it is at least kind of like a callback to something that they did as kids. So this means like one, they're friends ever since like summer camp days, right? Yeah. And it is something that those two idiots have done before. So it's not just like right. a random thing. At least there's like some kind of history of like taking him out on his mattress and you know getting him out in a different environment when he wakes up and stuff like that that's kind of funny so yeah sure. yeah really good stuff and then they um you know it's a race to get back to the wedding but again Stu's story um with jade is not over he says i'll come back next weekend take you out to dinner i really like that it's a great scene between the two of them very mature adults in that moment um and showing some care for each other as well you know jade understands hey look you know i know this is kind of silly and everything and then Stu's like you know sure it was but hey not to say i don't like you like you're still super cool and that was really fun hanging out with you last night at the blackjack table and stuff like that so that's cool but the ultimate ending for Stu's story at least in this movie is his breakup with melissa which is so boss man except for the fact and of course it's Stu. He messes up the bartender line. He says, um, what did he say? Sailor? He says waiter, I think. Nice. Yeah. It's like, okay. no, dude, it's a bartender. He's like, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's a bartender. It's a bartender. <laughs> but it's good, right? He, again, a lot of the movie is about him reclaiming that independence, and he finally gets it back by shutting Melissa down and saying, hey, you're not going to bully me anymore, so right. shut up and get out of here. Um, and I'm Alan's really, Alan's really interaction is super funny, too, in that scene. He's all like, it was a real pleasure meeting you. I'm thinking about getting my nice. bartender's license. <laughs> oh my god, so good, so good, yeah. Um, and then the credits with just the wildest stuff you can imagine, and I'm like, there's some things I'm like shocked that they could actually put there in the credits, like right. insane. Yes, they, they <laughs> like what? 
<laughs> they do go pretty far. Like, that's such a cool part of this movie too, though, is, is that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, like the after credits thing. I also just realized my volume was just fully on, on my computer monitor right here. This whole time. I, I, like, I could not hear anything. To record. I could not. Okay, hear I'm anything. glad. Hope, Maybe hopefully, uh, oh. the the we're gonna get totally like copyrighted because the whole yeah. episode is just the, the Hangover playing in the background now. Kanye, Rihanna, <laughs> we went over this. Yeah. Um. Shoot, I forget what I was gonna Stab say. it. Well, you're talking about the po- the the say the the credit scene and like how. Oh, the photos. Yeah. That must have just been so much fun. Like, to shoot, that, like, yeah. Cause that's just gotta be a whole day or two like of just like, okay, nope, no video cameras today. Just like, let's just we, take some pictures like a on a digital these, camera. Like yeah. on these Nikon cool pics, you guys each <laughs> yeah. get one here, yeah. go wild. And just do whatever and take pictures of it. Yeah. Like there's, there's pictures uh-huh. of them just like standing around. You know, yeah. too. so it's just like just do whatever yeah. dude the night definitely just starts with all right here's a budget to go to the casino mm-hmm. if you guys could hit these couple points we'll have people driving you around <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that that must have been a hoot to uh to shoot and stuff yeah. and just have like a day to do that so that's one of the 15 days was just doing the, uh-huh. the credits and stuff like that wild that's pretty that's awesome hilarious yeah dude. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, great, uh, great hell movie. Of a huh? film. Hell of a film. Yeah. Don't know why they had. To, I mean, I know why they had to do the sequels, but not necessary. I always yeah. think of this movie as just it. This is the end of the story, and I am happy uh-huh. about it. I don't need to watch the other movies. I don't even like feel the need. Like you know, after watching something, you're like, oh yeah, sure, I'll watch the sequels now. It's been a while. I don't feel any pressure it's to watch a third to just movie. Watch the one. So yeah, and like all you know, great character stories in this. Great ensemble. It's funny. It's good. Good length. It was uh-huh. surprisingly low budget, and it just yeah. works. Everything about it works, and I. I really appreciate the filmmakers and what they were able to accomplish in this circumstances that they really were kind of placed in button pierced you know i wouldn't i wouldn't you know think that it's, i would not yeah, be i wouldn't be surprised bro. man but it could also just be like a clip on or something or just like yeah you know like a little jewel but uh-huh. dude definitely could could picture that happening big time so funny <laughs> uh all right then so i think that's gonna do it for our uh deep dive episode on the hangover so i want to thank all you for uh listening into this episode eric's still laughing uh he's watching something in the credits and he's... <laughs> it was just the elevator blowjob <laughs> like what is that like how is that even a thing in this movie so man? how insane, did that bro. how did that happen <laughs> oh my gosh yeah how do they how do they get that um yeah okay anyway yeah thank you so much for listening uh remember you can catch all of our episodes um every friday on all podcast platforms um we have a youtube channel nlt movie pod on youtube you can get in touch with the show uh give us your suggestions or maybe talk about your favorite hangover memories or the first time you watch it at a buddy's house at a sleepover you know um nilt movie pod at gmail.com is where you can write us um, any suggestions for an episode or a topic that you really want us to discuss or, you know, a story that you want to tell or any feedback you want to give us as well, that is the place to do it. Um, you can also leave reviews, of course, on all the podcast places like uh, Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star if you feel so inclined and a 
review about that. Someone I saw give us a one star, and um, probably because we kept trashing really? Malignant, and Malignant's probably their favorite movie. So, you know. Wow. No backsies, dude. I'm like appalled. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Malignant sucks. So. Sure. Tough. You know. Yeah. Um, give us another one it. star. Yeah. Just because I'm repeating it again. Uh, Eric and Andrew. Uh, they do uh they do an old music podcast on Tuesdays. Nobody's music listening to this Tuesdays. music podcast, uh, so catch them over there. Um, and uh, you guys doing any uh, uh Discord stuff still? I know you guys are kind of getting that set up. Yeah, but. we're uh so yeah, it's kind of just uh, we typically record on Mondays around like early afternoon mm-hmm. uh, Hawaii time. Nice. And if you're you know part of the Discord, if you just turn on your you know notifications or whatever we have a channel that alerts all of the members of the discord when nice. we're recording sounds and, you awesome know, you can kind of just pop, pop in, in give us a chat give you guys a chat there yeah. say hey what's up yeah so you can you can you can click on the the like voice channel that we're on to watch it and you don't have to worry you're not you don't have permissions to to pop up in yeah it. so, so you, you can just yeah enter that which and is good for people that want to just come in and disturb, you know? So Yeah, that, it, it could get a little hectic. <laughs> a few disrupty we boys like, in there. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Uh, well, with that all said, um, we're wrapping up here. Thank you very much again for listening, and we'll catch you all in next week's episode. Check you later.